Hi, I'm Evie. Hi, I'm Ray. And welcome to the Pantheon of M. So, Evie, what is our show for this week? Our show for this week is Daredevil. Season one. Yes. When I was a kid, I used to dream what it would be like to live somewhere far away from Hell's Kitchen. But I realized the city was a part of me. It was in my blood. And I would do anything to make it a better place. Good and evil. Sometimes the difference between the two is a sharp line. Trying just to survive in a place called Hell's Kitchen, which is um, not good. It's an actual district of New York City. Yes, you know? definitely. And there's always been uh, known as being a, a even it's in the name Hell's Kitchen, not to confuse it with the uh, the cook show. Um, right. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's gritty. Uh, it's New York City is an actual character in this thing, which is like close to the Frank Miller's adaptation, I think. Yeah, definitely. And you have the ninja suit. Yeah. You know, for primarily all of the series yeah, yeah. until the last episode, which was well, called Daredevil, right? Yeah. Yeah. But at first, he's just wearing like a pantyhose on his head and the yeah. black. Suit. Yeah. Well, that's what they call it, the ninja suit because it's, it's in black. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> the pantyhose. The dialogue. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, Sorry. No, it's it's no, yeah. it's quite all right. But yeah, yeah. that's the, that was the Frank Miller's uh, interpretation of it, you know. And then uh, you you have man without it's basically man without fear. Pretty much. Yeah. And guardian devil. It was the Jokasada. Yeah. Uh, like concepts. You yeah. Know, even even some of the the visual artworks. Mm-hmm. Like some of the shots in the drawings, really play play onto this, you know. Yeah. Um, the first half for me plays like a crime drama, something like Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight. Like yeah. the whole story, yeah. like right before you get to episode seven, which was stick. Yeah, exactly. It's just a, a really, really gritty and just uh, very well well crafted crime drama. Yeah, exactly. And about this man's struggle uh, of both the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Catholicism and, yeah, and just is trying to find a balance of that and to do what's right. right. Um, we don't even see Fisk until episode three and, and he's at the end of episode three, you know, which yeah, is true. like, wow, you know. Uh, ben Yurick's character, uh, Curtis Von Hall, is in episode three as well. Mm-hmm. So it just tells you that it's not um, focus on one particular character at any given time. Because yeah. your favorite scene is what? The hallway scene, right? Uh I liked I liked Fisk at the end. Oh, did you really? Yeah, Fisk at the end fighting Murdoch. Murdoch? Yeah. It's thirteen episodes yeah. and nothing feels like fat. Nothing is wasted. Everything is right. geared to something. And then with the with hindsight B twenty twenty what it is, you see, oh okay, this is setting up, you know, Madame Gao. This is this is yeah. the, the character of Nobu. Because when I first saw it, it didn't really make a lot of sense. Like who are these people? Who what's the roles are and you know from watching the series and other other shows like Jessica Jones and like where these guys come into play yeah, you know yeah. and they're and they're recurring characters yeah. and you have characters like Wesley mm. and Karen Page yeah. that the final scene with those two yeah. is just it's gripping and you know everything you're seeing comes back there yeah, there, there is there everything is setting up it's true so if you question anything there is a payoff. Sure. Uh, now, some things because you, you they build so much from the thirteen episodes. Mm. That's why nothing felt wasted. There was nothing wasted at all. Right. Even when I so when I first saw this, 
I, I, yeah, my initial reactions were, okay, this is not boring, but why am I, should I care? Yeah. They, they burned Nobu. <laughs> you know? So, so, I know they burned Nobu. But you're, the thing is, and this goes back to the idea of him, like, you know, I, I don't kill. Well, he's kill, he killed Nobu, right? <laughs> Yeah, but Nobu doesn't die. Like he, his character comes back in season two, and he hangs Nobu, yeah. and then he comes Nobu comes back again. It's <laughs> like you know in uh, in the Defenders. So like yeah. not to make light of it, but like uh, there's a lot to this mm-hmm. that when you, you yeah when you first watch it you're not gonna get obviously, but there is uh, but it everything has a payoff uh, even when it's more flashbacks like uh, Nelson versus Murdoch, which right. is basically a look of how they became friends. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Juxtaposed to how their friendship is, is eroding. Right, right. The, yeah, at, sure. at the same speed. For sure. You know, so the dramatic beats are phenomenal in this one. Uh, the, the the crime drama with Ben Yurick, his impression of the character lasts throughout all three seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. uh, you know it is and how it affects Karen's character sure. and the development of Karen's history. She has a history, but you don't know what it is, and right. that gets revealed a little bit in number two, and then fully flushed out in three. Right. You know, uh, Fisk he views himself as a hero. It, you know, even the line he gives while incarcerated about the man. And um, who helps the guy stranger? There's a line he, when he's, he's he's being taken away, right? Yeah. And then he and how he, he comes to the revelation that he is the villain of, the, of his own story. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's just there's so much, there's so many things that's given to you, and even um, the the rabbit in the snow that what yeah. what, what it represents yeah. and what, how what what it does to him, yeah. to keep him calm and centered. All of it, like there's everything, both symbolically. Uh, for art, the look of things is is done for a reason. You know, sure. even when everything I'm going technical here, but like whenever you see a yellow background, like a yellow lighting, mm-hmm. it's like cowardness. Like yeah. when uh, when Karen is running uh, running away mm-hmm. uh, from being attacked, like this is yellow. When it's yeah. when he's boxing in the in the pilot episode, like he's boxing at the end, and, mm-hmm. and all crime is taking place. Yeah. He's block, boxing is a yellow background. Like he's just, he's not, not necessarily he's a coward, but like. Crime is ever present, and there's nothing he can do, and he's yeah, exactly. basically at the whims of of, of fate, as the as, mm-hmm. as it as it what maybe. Uh, and I just like the way lighting is used. I just like the way uh, the visual effects are used. And um, I know your one of your favorite scenes is the fight scene in the quarter for when he goes after yeah. the Russians. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the best choreographed like single camera long mm-hmm. shots you you ever seen next to like. Uh, a martial arts film yeah, you know um, this is like a phenomenal film mm. and even the story behind that is just and that's episode 2 yeah, I know. Episode two, and and then we go, well how do you top that you have in episode 5 you have a, a 360 camera in a cab like captures everything you know, yeah, I know. you know it's like and, and you have the sounds kind of in and out of being inside of a cab and outside like outside of the cab there are so many things that you're seeing and you're capturing everything from a perspective right it's just done so well in a tight little alley from a cinematic point of view mm-hmm. you're you're getting you're getting so you're they're, they're out doing themselves technically mm-hmm. and in terms of story it's just it's going deeper and deeper into yeah, the story, definitely. and that's why I say the Christopher Nolan kind of concept because mm-hmm. Dark Knight is to me is a, a brilliant crime drama. Right. It just so happens Batman happens to be in it. Like realistically, it, it works well even without a character like Batman, yeah. in my opinion. So uh, that's how well this uh, series, uh, season one, worked for me. Yeah. You know, and then of course when things start to, you know, like really come undone, you know, mm-hmm. like. The untimely demise of uh, Anatoly mm-hmm. with the car door. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, how he's uh, Daredevil's frame for that one. Yeah. 
you know, Ben, uh, and when Ben speaks to Fisk one-on-one in his apartment, how that goes, yeah. you know, uh, there, you, you just, there's so much that goes on and it's, uh, yeah, of course, Nabu, uh, Nabu, right. his fate, you know, yeah. uh, Nobu, yeah. No, Nobu, yeah, he, 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 it's it's real. It's even that fight, like the ninjas fighting and everything. Yeah. It's just amazing. And meeting a stick and how he treats him. Uh, it's there's a lot that goes on. You know, um, any favorite episodes that come up? Anything that stands out for you as, as being a, a, a great episode, or that's most memorable towards you? In the second, in the second series, in the second season two. No, season one. Oh. Season we gotta keep this in season one. We can't. Uh, we got we gotta save the good stuff for later on. Okay. Season one. Like, what's that? What is your uh, highlight episode? Um. I guess uh, Wilson Fisk, you know, and he wants to be a um, good man, mm-hmm. but but I guess Hell's Kitchen kind of made him mm-hmm. hard and cold. You know, yeah, and love showing up um, in the form of Vanessa. You know, mm. so it's possible. You know, so he is a nice guy, but stuff happened to him. Yeah. So he's, you know, mm-hmm. so he's torn. Yeah, in the beginning, you really can't delineate Murdoch and Fisk too much. They're they're yeah. they're, they're they're both have the same ideals. Sure. You know, yeah. they go about it differently. Yeah, exactly. obviously, but like they want. They help their city. They love their city. Exactly. You know, it's in their own little way. What would you say? Best suits this the series. The Incredible Hulk. And why do you say that? The series, The Incredible Hulk. No, the movie, Incredible the movie. Hulk. Which one? Uh, the one with what's his name? Eric. I forget his. Eric Bannon. The Angly. You talked about the Angly, Angly one. one. Yeah. Okay, so this one you have to explain to me. So why? <laughs> why? Uh, he basically tries to be good, mm-hmm. but he's searching for himself and, and wants to be loved and accepted. He's just this green guy who, I guess, doesn't want him to be happy. You know, he's forever struggling. I think that's what, that's part of a bit of, um, I think so. All right, that's interesting. Um, yeah. For me, for Daredevil season one, my favorite episode is the Cut Man, uh, which is the one where he talks to his father. Thurgood Marshall is one of his heroes as a child growing right, up, right, right. And which gets him into the law. Right, right, right. Yeah. And he goes and he talks about the line, which tells us what year the childhood sequences take place. Mm-hmm. It's 1992. Right. Because the quote he gives from Thur- about Thurgood Marshall yeah. is about re- to, uh, uh, to resist, to resist uh, hatred and to resist... Uh, you know, just crime, hatred amongst, yeah. you know, uh, and rage. So it's 1992 is the, the flashback sequences. Right. That was kind of cool. Um, my double feature that I would, re- I would recommend for this, uh, for Daredevil season one. Mm-hmm. Ironically, we, Daredevil season two or season three. <laughs> but that, that, that's kind of a cop-out. Yeah. So <laughs> It's okay. You can use no, it. No, it is. It feels like a cop-out because it's... it's it complements it. It complements it so much because it builds on the first one, and it takes everything from the first one and gives it more backstory. That it builds more action on top of that. Now that you establish the characters, it goes from their characters and takes the characters to the next level, okay. both in um, dramatic beats and also analyzing the character himself as being uh, a half measure, okay. which is how they view him okay. because of his conflict of Catholicism, uh, just as being blind and not 
Uh, being being a half measure, being not being able to to kill, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. So uh, that is, yeah. I'm gonna have to say season two, mm-hmm. which is, I know it sounds kind of bad, but it's just because of the nature of how this is written and how where they go with it. Okay. Um, I think Drew Goddard, who who was a, who was the um, uh, showrunner, uh, I think he casted the perfectly, and mm-hmm. the people who got involved with this thing, and just the uh, the. The, how it was captured okay I thought it was just brilliant I mean at the time there were like I think 15 other superhero shows are on the network yeah. including CW as well as you know freeform and mm-hmm. you know and this was probably stand out mm-hmm. of its time this includes like you know all it's not small but like all those shows like right. arrow and flash right and those shows you know so uh, for me it's just so much more it was fulfilling not just action but drama okay. and storytelling so for me that was it Okay. How would you rate this movie? Uh, series. Sorry. I would say an eight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this uh, a, a solid nine. It's a guy who fights martial arts. There's no super, there's no need for a superpower. It's, true, true. It's true. all grounded. True. And, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I do agree with you thinking. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, nine, nine and a half. Because what handicaps like, uh, Iron Fist and Jessica Jones is that they have super strength and powers. That's true. And Jones just pulls a lock from a door. That's that's just a gimmick. I know. That's right. So like, whereas with Daredevil, he's actually doing what you're seeing. You know, True. you're seeing the cool fighting. You're, True. You know, so uh, you get to see the world on fire for one glimpse of, of a scene. I know. In episode five, it's awesome. Buford mailbag song, hit it. Letters. All right, so we're going to delve into our email bag now. And what we've been sending out and asking is to have everyone send us an email. Uh, look at, either give us a paragraph or a sentence of your thoughts of any particular MCU Phase 3 film or any uh, Marvel Netflix season. Uh, we've had some great, great responses. One in particular has been uh, this person, uh, which uh, his name is Repender. And uh, he has been so nice. He's been the first person to send us an email. And in fact, he says he sent us an email for each and every single MCU movie uh, we're about to review for the new year, as well as each uh, an email for each and every MCU uh, Marvel's Netflix uh, season. So uh, because of that, uh, we want to say thank you to Repender because that's been great. So um, the one thing he's forgotten to do was to leave his address, like not address, but basically where his send where he's from. Um, but when you get, we'll, we'll get into it, but like when you get his response, you'll understand, uh, why we're, why we're going to do this. Um, I look at Repender as somewhat as, as a comic relief, uh, not to, not to take too seriously. So, uh, in each time we're going to, re- so we're going to start the email back with, with an email from Repender and you'll see a pattern forming as we do the series. And, uh, so, uh, I will give him a, a, our own make-believe location. Uh, for this case, and uh, and Evie, you're going to read uh, the first email. Okay. So, uh, Daredevil season one. I hate it. Right. From Catskill Mountains, New York State. Uh, next up, we have Liddell B. from Cincinnati, Ohio. And Liddell writes, uh, The first season of Daredevil is amazing. It makes up for the 2003 Daredevil film starring the now-current Batman Ben Affleck. The show is a good example example on how to do TV right in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The show lays the groundwork for the other shows, setting a higher standard for the Punisher Season 2, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. 
the costume was a was a miss, but later it was replaced by an even greater suit. The cinematography is great, and the choreography is excellent. In episode two, the acting is great while having one of the most famous fight scenes in the show, and possibly the most famous hallway fight scene. Uh, you can see Matt Murdock slash Daredevil wheezing at the end and begin trying to throw his body to hit something. It improves everything. Foggy Nelson and Karen Page were annoying, but after episode three, I like them. They were a likable group. Uh, Charlie Cox is amazing. Sorry, is an amazing Daredevil, and even though he's English, he puts on a daring voice. It's everything you could possibly want. Um, that's from Liddell B from Cincinnati. I totally agree with everything you just said. It's an amazing first season. So next up, mm-hmm. it is um, started great. Ended boring. Frederick K from Sudbury, Ontario. Right. Well, it's kind of yeah. I kind of agree. I mean, the scene with it's Punisher, not Punisher. It's a uh, Kingpin and Daredevil. So not as good as the hallway scene, right? True. Okay. And the last but not least, we have J S from Toronto, Ontario, and Jay writes one of the tightest constructed narrative shows I've ever seen, and some shocking emotional depth and build up. Daredevil is absolutely engaging. Throwing some incredibly well-constructed action sequences in one of Marvel's best villains, this show is truly one of the best superhero adaptations I've seen. Well said. Totally agree with that. Definitely, bro. Definitely. Okay, so uh, before we end this off, I want to give a plug out to um, our artist. Uh, when you look at our, our A site location on our YouTube channel, you'll see a picture of Evie and myself. There's caricatures of ourselves, as well as the thumbnails you see on the YouTube channel. Uh, I have to give a, th- a thanks to Alma Rossi. She's the artist who's designed our, our likeness. Um, and she's been with us from the beginning, so I have to give a big shout-out uh, to her. Uh, if you want to see more of her work, you can check out her website at www.alma-art.com. That's A-L-M-A-art.com. Uh, uh, she does amazing works, uh, and I have to say a big thank you for her. Uh, when we look at the YouTube stuff, uh, you're seeing her work, and it's um it's, it's a very uncanny likeness of myself, wrinkles and freckles and all. So uh, whether you like it or not, <laughs> she brings out the truth of how you look. So if you had I'm a bad day. Bald. Sorry? <laughs> I said I'm not that bald. She's lying. <laughs> no, it's true, true. <laughs> but you look like a deer in headlights, which I kind of yeah, like. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay. all right, so all speaking right. of uh, websites, so how can they reach us? Well, they can go online. Mm-hmm. Or Twitter, right? Or our mail, right? Right, and we have a website for Facebook. Us. Yeah, that's we on Facebook. Are we? Okay, my bad. No, we know Not we yet, should, but we will be. Oh, yeah, I can do that still. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we have a website. So, what's a website uh, that you can reach us at? The website is da 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 da. Tell them, Ray. Okay, it's www.pantheonofm.com. It's one like one giant word, uh, pantheonofm.com. It's everything you just said, Evie. It's uh, Twitter, Instagram. You can check out, check out my uh, weekly blog, our YouTube um, channel, 
as well as our podcast. So depending on what site you're listening to our podcast, whether it's Podbean, uh, Listener Notes, um, Apple iTunes, Breaker Radio, Spre- um, almost said Spreaker, uh, uh, we have a bunch of outlets that we go to. Uh, you can check us out there. It's everything you can get. Plus our email right at the bottom. So if you want to email us, uh, let us let us know your uh, thoughts as well as your critiques of the MCU movies. They want to welcome your thoughts. Uh, that's going to be awesome. See, you did that well, Ray. Way to go. Yeah. Thanks Thanks to you, buddy. Thanks to you. Yeah. Okay. So uh, with that, I want to say thank you so much. We'll see you next week. And if you want to know what our next shows are, we have the schedule now listed on the website. So you know basically the, the next four or five shows lined up. So I think uh, we're doing uh, Daredevil uh, 2003 or we're doing I-Man, the Disney's, um, uh, one of the Disney's earlier attempts to the superhero genre. Mm-hmm. I thought there was okay. No, everything's good. Okay, right. With the Daredevil too. Yeah, for sure. Right. Well, on that on that note, Evie, I want to say thank you, and to our listeners, uh, we will talk to you later. When I was a kid, I used to dream what it would be like to live somewhere far away from Hell's Kitchen. But I realized the city was a part of me. It was in my blood. I would do anything to make it a better place. Good and evil. Sometimes the difference between the two is a sharp line. Sometimes it's a blur. Sometimes we have to do things outside of the law. We're gonna make a difference. I know it doesn't feel like it sometimes, but we are. You're blind, but you see so much. I hear things. You know what they call stuff like that? Gifts. I'm gonna train you. Use it. There are other ways to see.